Hello, and welcome to Six Sheets Under. My name is Andrew. And I'm Reggie. And today we are doing a topic that is of Reggie's suggestion, since I picked the last few. And uh, what is that topic today? I think we're going to be talking about piss play. Oh, a little bit of the, the pee-pee, the, mm, the water sports. showers, yep. Yeah, all right, okay. So uh, this is one that's going to be a little interesting. We've done little to no preparation, uh, which I wouldn't say is anything... Unique to an episode. Right, right, exactly. But there's going to be a lot more like pulling from just our base knowledge, personal experiences, and our just interpretation of maybe what we've seen um, and maybe how it's been presented to the public. So we're kind of like taking that public perspective and less of a uh, first-hand perspective. Although I believe we may or may not have a little bit of story time as well. Oh, yeah, I got some personal experience. Beautiful. Um, well, I think before we go into those like personal experiences... Maybe we can just, like, touch on some of, like, the historical, like, aspects. And, I mean, not so much, like, where it really came from. Because I, I didn't really look into, like, the origins of when it became, like, sexualized. But the fact that, like, urine has been used as, like, a component in so many different aspects of, like, just human health for some reason. Lots of medicine. Right, absolutely. And then, you know, even in up until very recent modern years, cleaning supplies. So mm -hmm. ammonia was oftentimes just derived from urine before people could industrialize it. But I guess when I even, like, bring up the like, historical context, it's more like, I just think of, like, of course, the Greeks and the Romans, the, yep. the idea that they would use it for a lot of, like, bathroom health. So gargling it for... Sore throats. Sore throats, uh, dental health, um, which really does not sound appealing, but I guess when, you know, you don't have other options and someone mm -hmm. decided to utilize it. Some people like the taste of piss. There is that too. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of science behind what you ingest and how it comes out. Because um, I know, you know, lots of pineapple juice and fruity things can help with uh, the jisms. So, uh Oh, yeah, and asparagus <laughs> will make it smell. Uh, that Coffee I, will well, make I it smell, I think the too. asparagus thing is actually a um, like a genetic predisposition, kind of like uh, cilantro, tasting like soap for some people. Oh, I didn't know that. Because that I can kind eat... of across the board. Yeah, and I'm not sure, like, if it's more just one of those things where some people, like, don't absorb it as much. But I definitely know, like, for myself, I, like, can eat a ton of asparagus, and it really doesn't change, like... Any odor factor for Your me? Mine changes like five minutes later. See, the only thing that changes for me is <laughs> lots of coffee. It will smell like coffee. Yep. And I think that's a universal. That's pretty though. universal yeah. though, because my body just stops absorbing it. Um, and then sometimes like it just smells like Cheerios. That's interesting. And I, I don't know, like I haven't really you had honed a weird in. childhood. <laughs> I mean, I did have a friend that was potty trained by putting Cheerios in the toilet. And would, like, have to, like, target them to, like, make sure they didn't miss the bowl. That's an interesting game. Right, right. I've heard about that, though. Like, uh, in men's restrooms, some bars and stuff will have targets in their urinals. I've seen those. And they've cut down, it cuts down on them just drunks pissing all over the floor. I guess that makes sense, but yeah. <laughs> it's an it's attention focuser. Right, right. So, I, I mean, it makes sense. Um, I mean, I only ever knew. <laughs> Where the, the eyes go, the dick follows. I mean, you don't want to look at what you're aiming. You want to look at the point you're aiming at. So it makes sense. And I think, you know, especially in that drunk mind, you're like looking at shit, trying to make sure it's going the right point direction. Star you're not Fox really with your dick. <laughs> Do a barrel Some roll. Motherfucking Atari over here. Um, so a little. <laughs> so targeting. There's 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 that. Um, but 
going from, I think, the like actual practical applications, at some point in time along the road there, someone was like, hey, this is, uh, this is enjoyable on a different level. And at what point that is, I'm not sure. And I know it can be interpreted very differently for many different people and the circumstances in which they're going to be entertaining that kind of thing. Um, what I've seen, my, like, I guess, interpretation or, or what I've been exposed to is a lot of the times it either goes to, like, a, like a, a um, what's the word, degradation or humiliation yeah. aspect, um, even along the lines of, like, a territorial marking. Mm-hmm. Um, like a domination aspect. Right, exactly. But then there's people who are, like, just into it. But then I also have noticed, I guess, more often in modern day, like, especially, like, amateur videos and things, like, pissing in the butt. You know, the like, and I'm like, I mean, water is not a good lube. It's an extreme kind of, yeah. Right, but it's like, it's interesting because I guess maybe some of the sensation is like similar to like people who like the feeling of like cum inside of them, you know, Mm -hmm. that warm fluid kind of filling the interior. So I can kind of get that a little bit. There's also the comparison between being covered in piss the same way like a bukkake being covered in sperm. Absolutely. It's that same kind of look. Right. And And I think it's one of those things that definitely not something that I personally would like seek out but compared to a lot of other things I don't believe that it would be something like nearly as off putting as like some of the more extreme like fluid and or material fetishes along the lines of like say scat or vomit yeah it's pretty tame compared to those and yeah at least a lot more hygienic and i would definitely say also a lot more acceptable like socially um you know i definitely would say it still falls into that category of like most people don't really openly talk about it and i can understand why because it's one that is very easy to judge well yeah especially like all the jokes that surround it and mm-hmm that whole episode of Friends. I wonder if, like... Episode... I see, I never... A lot of people are probably going to hate me for this. I actually haven't really watched Friends. You're one of the few lucky ones. No, the whole jellyfish sting, you pee on it. That's I actually that's a myth, a, that's, though. Yeah, I heard that wasn't true. Yeah, I mean, I don't know to the extent of how untrue it is. I feel like there might be some idea behind, like, the ammonia being a potential neutralizer. But ultimately, it's really, like, yeah. unnecessary. And then there's also the... Uh, peeing on your feet in the shower to prevent athlete's foot. Which I've heard of that too and I've heard it go both directions where peeing on your feet in the shower is going to create funguses and Which things. makes no sense otherwise your dick would just have I was going to say and if that's the it. case like dude I'd have like mad foot fungus cuz you know how many fucking times I pee in the shower and I don't dude, aim yeah, that shit. Yeah, you're hit with like hot water like right. Right, exactly. Like I'm getting clean. I'm not I don't like shit in the shower. I'd just be so relaxed. I mean, I guess if you had a nice open drain going into a septic system, it probably wouldn't stop you, would it? No, Sometimes I do. Probably like run down your leg. And I mean, we'll see what. Now that we're actually no, thinking we're not about... getting into scat. No, 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 no. I'm thinking about the idea of like a combo tub toilet. Like you know, it just has maybe like a little raised drain with a little cup that you sit on, kind of like a like those astronaut toilets. You know, so that way if you have like a little layer of water that's pooling from the shower. You ever sit in a shower and it's just nice and comfortable, right? No, just, I don't sit in the shower. You don't sit in the shower? You sit and cry yourself in the shower? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I just sit without the crying, okay? But it's it's nice when you just sit down and you feel that hot water over you. You know, you maybe... You can't feel your tears. Right. You, you tuck the knees up to your chest in the fetal position. It's not crying if you're already wet. Who's going to know? <laughs> The shower knows. The shower knows everything, though. 
But I guess going back to that though, I, I, I'm just like you know, I could see that you know you're nice and comfortable, nice and relaxed. I mean, there's definitely times where I've been in a hot tub and I'm like, oh, I wonder what this uh, jet's gonna feel going on my butt. But I, I would not advise that because that's uh, not the kind of pressure you want to uh, get an enema with. Just a fair warning there. Did but, not take long to get to scat with you. Hey, 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 hey. I'm not going into great detail there. Okay. I was about to bring it right back around. So, uh, be not afraid. However, uh, you couldn't really use a glass top table with uh, water sports. I think. No, you totally could. It'd just be like being in a car wash. You might want to like set up some plastic around it, though. Oh, that you know what? That's actually that's a good point to bring up now that I do say it. Preparation. There is a, a lot of preparation people are probably going to want to have in place before entertaining uh, anything that is particularly messy and fluid intense. Uh, they actually make, and I noticed these at like, so they'll make like the rubber sheets and things like that, mm-hmm. which those are just nice to have in general. Rubber backdrop cloths. Right. Any and paint store. What, well, no, but like the ones that made specifically for beds are. Um, oh yeah, bed yeah, sheets. they're really nice. Like I would have thought rubber sheets are gonna feel gross, right? Like something like you put down on like a kid's bed so they don't wet the bed and or get the mattress elderly. nasty, right? No, dude, I felt these, and it's like this really soft, like supple, velvety rubber, like so, a like a latex, almost, but like uh, no, more like a like a silicone toy, like how it has that oh, really that, soft feel yeah. to it. Those and, and so I was really surprised, and I'm like, okay, this is totally way more appealing because a way easier to clean, and this is like I said, just fluids in general, um, and also they're soft. So I thought it would have been something that would like snag on your skin or pull, which I'm sure some people would like. But if you don't want that, you know, I'm sure you wouldn't want something to take you out of the moment. You know, you slide one direction, and it kind of pulls your skin really uncomfortably. A nice rubber burn. Right, right. and uh, Or that, or just not being able to like, move your partner. And then if you get a rubber burn, you just pee on it, and you're good to go. So that's where then I was going in from the rubber sheets to they actually make, I've seen them before, they're called like water sport pools. And they're essentially like a little sheet, but it has an inflatable ring around the outside of it. And it's basically oh, that extra barrier. Yeah. Right, exactly. And, I mean, these things are built with, like, bed sizes in mind, so you can put it on the top of a bed. But I would imagine something like that would probably be better suited, like, on a floor. Yeah. Because of the the surface. Yeah, exactly. And you actually know that those um, inflatable edges aren't going to, like, have a dip that just, like, makes a nice little fountain pour onto the floor. It's easier to stand on the floor than stand on a bed. Right. Well, and, and this is one of those things, too, where I've definitely seen... People doing this and almost every single time they're in places that have like hardwood floors or like linoleum. Even if they're preparing ahead of that, like mm-hmm. it's just that extra like easier to mop than vacuum. Oh yeah, and you and and carpet clean and shampoo and all that. Um I imagine there'd be like a pet odor remover involved in cleaning up a piss carpet. Yeah, yeah, but I would definitely say like unless you're eating a lot of asparagus or a lot of drinking a lot of coffee. You know, human urine typically, as long as it's well hydrated, doesn't have that, like, really strong smell that, like, animal urine does. You know, unless you're, like, really got a fucked, like, intake system on what you're eating and drinking. Stay hydrated, it'll probably be fine. Um, But, yeah, avoiding having to clean your carpets, probably a nice little benefit. Yeah. I mean, hey, maybe that's part of it. Maybe you want to clean the carpets afterwards. It's like an excuse. 
Maybe <laughs> you're really is... into cleaning carpets. I oh, mean... if it's Saturday, it's piss day. We're going to be cleaning the carpets. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, hey, we're going to clean them anyway. Might as well get them a little dirtier. <laughs> Might as well make it worth my time. Throw some of that ammonia in there. I mean, you know, a little bit of Windex. <laughs> Windex cleans everything. Dude, I fucking love Windex. It's the only thing I use in my apartment. I let, You know, I use Simple Green sometimes. That's a good one. Yeah, Simple Green's nice. Oh, it's it's also cheap. It's been around for a long time, yeah. too. I use it for uh, models, too. Like how it, it removes from... paint. Went from piss to cleaning. hey cleaning products. You know, just just a, a little little disclaimer there. You know, you can always find some good cleaning products. Uh, but the other thing that always works too, just I would say the pet deodorizer is a good option. Like just in general, yeah, because it's handled just came to specifically. Mind. I wonder, like how effective that would be. I mean, probably very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, more effective than on actual animal urine, I would imagine. I have a feeling this episode's going to create more questions than answers. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I mean, there's a very good chance that us touching on this is just enough to open a lot of doors for questions and potentially a follow-up or input from people who might be a lot more, um, well, educated and or have um, a lot more experience than we do in this uh, this particular fetish and field. But we're doing our best, so bear with us. Um, so aside from like the preparation, though, stuff, um, I guess there's also the aspect of spontaneity and like how it can be something like that can come like naturally. Like, and I, I, the reason I say that is like, I'm thinking of like public stuff or like people like going out, like on hiking and like in parks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen it used in that context. Um, but what public urination, right? Right, exactly. And, and that kind of falls into again that like almost public degradation or humiliation, um, or even the idea that like people will like not even just peeing on each other or anything, but like the like I pissed my pants and now I'm walking around in piss pants. I've seen those kind of like the idea of like, oh, I'm gonna go order food at McDonald's with jizz on my face, or just, or there's even just the I'm gonna go pee on this tree, watch. At that the one, watching, there's a lot of right. yeah, that's a very popular. Which video. is actually interesting. I've seen a lot of stuff come up where it's like the bathroom deprivation stuff, where it's like they're like okay, and I see a lot with like Japanese stuff, where of course it's these like business women all like running away like through an alley or a fucking like parking lot just to like try and find a place to go pee, mm-hmm. and it's that like deprivation aspect. They're like, oh no, they gotta go so bad. They're you know doing a shameful thing. See, and I also see it as like the uh, like the videos of women pissing or even guys pissing yeah the aspect anybody. of it being like an intimate thing mm-hmm. the oh i'm not supposed to see this right i think it's, it's that taboo a, it's such an intimate thing because i've been with partners that don't even want me near the bathroom when they're going to the bathroom right where then i've had partners where like we i think we brought it up in one episode Bo will be standing in the doorway while i'm taking a piss and we'll have a full-on conversation because Fuck it, it's just pee. Like, right, well, and I mean, that's like, I mean, you guys are brothers, and so it's like also well, one of those had, things that it doesn't, you just don't matter. I've had partners where I'll be in the shower, they're like, I gotta go piss. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, go for it. Oh, Every, absolutely. I'd be worried if you weren't pissing. Not only that, but it's like, hey, just don't flush the toilet and hit me with that cold water. It's not the fucking 60s. Okay, oh, I... Oh, wait, li- yeah, no, your house is older than that. I forgot. Well, it's 70s, but still old enough that the plumbing system does that, and it's not so much fun. I shall keep that in mind. Because you're over there so much flushing our toilets. Now I will be. You son of a bitch. I know exactly where you live. <laughs> like, well, I know... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where you and your grandparents live. Yep. And your dad. You're currently in your my Your dad apartment. says hi, by the way. Oh, did you see him? I see him every night. 
I was actually honestly asking. No, I actually I didn't. <laughs> okay. I think I might have passed him in his car pulling into the driveway. Anyway, we're way diverting. Oh, I'm gonna here. edit all that out. Oh, I was actually still, curious yeah. because yeah, he lives there. Right, <laughs> right, right. I was like, oh, really? I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> he actually like got my interest for a second. Uh, <laughs> so um, I guess I was gonna. There was something I was gonna go with the prepper. Oh, right. There was another thing I wanted to mention about this whole thing, and this is more one of those things that really just kind of blows my mind because of how difficult it is for me and how much I hate doing it. How much of the, like, when it comes to, like, a dude who's into, like, peeing on somebody, they're peeing through a boner. I don't know about you. I can do it, but it is not very comfortable. Yeah. No, that, that sucks. I wake up in the middle of the night with piss boners. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah, because then you got to sit there and kind of, like, Wait. Right. Like, there are times I've been, like, so desperate because it won't go away. I sit there and I fucking flick my balls, like, just enough that it kind of hurts. And, like, eventually my dick's just like, okay, dude, like, we're done. Yeah, I have a little more self-control than that. I can just sit there and go, all right, okay, I'm good to go. Most of the time, yeah, but there are sometimes it's just like, it's like I woke up and it's just going strong. And I'm like, dude, there is nothing I can do to get this to go away. There is. Short of beating my meat. Yeah, I was about to say, there is a way. But when I gotta pee that bad, I'm like, no, dude, I don't wanna, I don't wanna beat shit. I just wanna get this out. Oh, you sitting in the shower with a giant pee boner trying to get rid of it, flicking your balls and crying. Accurate. Everything all at once. Oh, man. Accurate. Not that, you know, I needed everybody to know um, what I do in my private time most of the time. I don't know how much of this I'm going to (laughs) edit. I mean, I might as well just be honest with myself and my listeners. Spend a lot of time in the shower crying, so, you know, I I do a lot of shower thinking. And other things in the shower. But, that being said, uh, we can go to... A little bit of a story time before we come up with any other uh, topics here, because I'm trying to wrap my brain around some more ideas um, as to like information we can provide or information we might have. But I know you said you have a at least yeah, an had... experience you can share. Oh well, I mean it's multiple experiences. Oh, perfect. But it was the Great. same. It was the same partner, and uh, it was a roommate I was living with, and they got well, we got like hammered one night. And I went to the bathroom, and uh, they just, like, put their face right in the stream, open mouth and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. And, yeah, come to find out, they were really into piss play. Mm-hmm. And so that became kind of, like, a regular thing. Now, and when you say mouth open, I have to ask, like, full-on, like, piss drinking? Yeah, or... piss okay. drinking. Okay, Because I know, I know that there are some people who, like, definitely draw the line there. Like, they have no problem being, like, pissed on or being, like, in- intimate with that. But will not drink it but it, i feel like that's also similar to like people who like are totally down with cum but won't swallow it yeah you know and like i don't judge anybody for that like i don't swallow cum so i'm not gonna expect someone to like be down with it all the time it took me so long to remember the austin powers joke spits or swallows which is it baby wow i haven't even thought about that like it took me so long to get that joke because i saw it when i was like younger mm-hmm. and then i watched it when i was older i was like i get it See, I just like the, you should have been swallowed as a kid. Oh, that's such a good one. Right. That, uh, your parents should have, your mom should have swallowed you. <laughs> like, oh, oof, big oof on that. Um, man, that's what I should have said to those, those kids who killed my, my wife and uh, Among Us. 
She should have swallowed you before you got the chance to kill her. Going back to the peepees. You uh, you said that was one experience. So and well, I mean, no, you said it was, was with the, the same person, but like so like no, it was just that became a thing. Okay, and was it always just in that particular context? There was no like other like well, outside I mean, the bathroom or. We'd fool around afterwards or, like, in the sure. shower. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Well, I mean, as you do, shower's a good spot for it. Oh, it's easy clean. Absolutely. Um, well, and actually, now that I come to think of it, too, one of the things that blew my mind, like, seeing some of this stuff, like, is how long people can pee. Like, so I'm, like, amazed if I go more than, like, 45 seconds, and I'm like, damn, I really had to go. But, like... I, I mean, maybe it's because the boner's restricting it in some of these cases, but, like, I remember seeing a video, and, like, this dude was fucking... It was, like, three minutes, just constant stream. You know they can fake that, right? They run, like... Oh, no, the, no, there was... This was, like, super amateur, like, n- bunch of naked people in a tub. Like, there was... There was no way any tube was there. Okay. Like, I have t- seen obvious fake Sure, ones. and I can tell. I can totally understand that. I've seen it more with, like, the, like, excessive cum load videos where it's, like, very oh, obviously yeah. they're just fucking pumping, like, a reservoir of, like, fucking lotion onto somebody. I mean, those are kind of funny, Watered down lotion. Right. Those are kind of funny, though, because they're just so outrageous. Like, I... I honestly liked, like, the funny porn like that because I'm not even watching it to get off. I'm just like, this shit's so fucking funny. Um... And I'm really not into, like, the bukkake stuff, but when it's just that excessively over the top, like, that shit's funny. See, and I can get into the bukkake stuff, but there's sometimes, like, there was one where they had a bowl around their face. Oh, that... And they were trying to breathe, and Uh it, like, kept going up, and and I... I just for a second, split second thought, wow, that is a lot of cum. And I like started gagging, yeah. just thinking about how many dudes cum it took to fill this like pastry bowl. I just hate that like when it starts getting in like larger quantities, it gets like this really like brackish yellow color. And I'm just like, oh no, 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 no. That doesn't look healthy. <laughs> um, but the other thing I think, and I might be wrong, this might actually be a separate thing. Well, I know it's a separate thing, but I don't know if I'm associating it with the right thing. But that bowl, like the cum bowl kind of thing on the face, or like the drinking cum, or the fucking, I've even seen like mm. snorting cum. Yeah, snorting cum. I think that's called, it I, and I might be pronouncing it wrong, it's like gokun, like G O K K U N. There might be some accent marks in there. I'm not sure, but I remember this because when I was working at the porn store, we had a guy, we had a nickname for him. Um, shout out to Trailer Park Dan. He would come in and always like just talk very excessively about how much he liked those videos which hey man more power to you but he'd like come up and rent a video and be like oh i really like that stuff you know and he'd just like go into detail i'm like dude good for you but i don't need to know every reason why you like to watch a girl snort come this is yeah it's like this is still retail you're a customer right buy and leave right and and so the connection to all of this is you know it's the excessive fluid but like he was also someone who was into a lot of the water sports videos Mm. see and that's what i was saying because it simulates that same kind of right look they're covered in something exactly so you know ultimately i feel like this episode is probably going to be like a combination almost of like just fluids and like probably a lot of bukkake as well. Like, well, and I imagine stuff like uh, like being covered in food kind of oh, fits into the same Oh, yeah. Thing. Or trash. 
Yeah. The people who are into like garbage and like filth, which I mean, definitely not something I'm personally into. Uh, and I'm going to have my own like opinions on it, but I won't shame somebody who's into that. Like, but we did have back to the porn store, a guy who got, um, 86 because he would go into the booths, pull out used condoms and fucking drain them onto himself. And the reason he got kicked out wasn't because of that. Cause he would at least do that in the privacy of the rooms. But it was that at one point they caught him in the hallway, butt ass fucking naked, rolling around in like trash, like in the middle of the hallway. And we're talking like toilet or not toilet paper, but there's, you know, paper towel rolls yeah. in each one of those booths. Some of those paper towel rolls or used paper towels are covered in like cum, blood and poo. And he's just rolling around in it like it ain't no thing. Interesting. Well, that got him kicked out real quick. Had he kept yeah. it in the booth. I mean, shit, what are we going to do about it? Which we will do an episode on that later. Yeah, we've, we've been kind of talking about it. And and I think it would be a good thing. I have a lot of knowledge on it, and I think I can like explain it in a very nice, concise Especially way. Especially, like, Oregon laws regarding... Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I'm not going to be able to say, like, oh, it's this law specifically, and under this statute, I can just tell you how it's recognized legally. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll do a whole episode on that, and just an episode on, like... In addition to that, probably discussing, uh, like, uh, the adult clubs. So, like, velvet rope-style clubs. And then um, things like munches, which are, like, BDSM meets, things like that, uh, that are oftentimes kind of associated with that. Mm. Uh, and then also just, like, porn store etiquette. Like, w- when you go to an adult a store. a lot of people need to learn. Absolutely. And it, it falls into line with, like, strip club etiquette, which I'll touch on that as well. And the only reason I know any strip club etiquette, I personally... Not a big fan of them. I don't really have a reason to go to a strip club. Nothing against them. Just, meh. Not my thing. But I did date a stripper. Sorry, dancer. And that fact that she was able to go over all of that etiquette really, like, boosted my confidence and ability to walk in there and know that I'm going to be a patron that any strip club is going to be cool with because I know how yep. to be a good patron. And it doesn't mean you're always spending money on everything. It's just you know when you should be tipping. And how to treat people there. No, like they're people. Weird. Yeah, oh, right, exactly. Damn this thing. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll do a whole episode on that. I think I have a lot I can talk to talk about with that. And I think it really falls in line to that just general respect. And as we talk about respect, going back to our main topic today. Hey, I didn't have to pull you back. You did it yourself. I'm getting a lot better at it, man. Nice. I'm thinking about it a lot more. But truly, so taking that respect from anything, like we've always emphasized, you know, when you go into something that is a fluid-based play, when you're really, like, using excessive bodily fluids, I mean, shit, even if you're somebody who squirts very regularly, like, as a female, most guys are probably into it, but it still might be something you want to disclose. Just like a, hey, a heads up. Yeah. I'm a wet-ass pussy bitch. And you definitely want to have that, like, preparation, because if you're not prepared for something like that... That could, like, it could be awesome, but it could potentially be, like, oh, shit moment. Yeah, I had a partner who did not warn me, and my bed was soaked. And preparation is important for and those things, too. That's also just the, the like, hey. So that I threw a little wrench in afterwards, because, like, okay, I'm going to change the sheets now. Thanks for warning me. Always like, change your sheets. Keep those sheets clean. But, yeah, it would have been nice to... Like, hey, maybe you want to grab a towel. This is gonna get, this is gonna get messy. 
Exactly. And it's it's not even a matter of like, a, oh, they're going to be turned off by it. It's just a, hey, let's prepare. You know, when you do things like that, you just want... It's, as with anything, you know, if you're going to do some excessive butt stuff, a little bit of preparation is always appreciated as well. Just anything you're getting into, just kind of think about the cleanup factor after the fact. Is it going to be a lot? Is it going to be a little? Are you just going for a little quickie where you can hike your drawers right back up and go about your day? Or you stripping you, all the way down and going to need a shower afterwards? Are you getting pissed all over and uh, need a good wipe down after? Right, exactly. So definitely have that discussion. Um, as with any kind of... Um, I wouldn't even call it, you know, I think a lot of people might consider it an extreme fetish. I consider it to be like... It's pretty tame. A moderate, you know. I'd still think, consider it personally tame, but I'd consider it more of that moderate just because it deals with bathroom stuff. And there are a lot of people that absolutely draw that line very yeah. quickly at that point. But you definitely want to make sure that, like, if that's something you're into or something you want to present with a partner, like... Probably talk talk about it. I mean, you know, obviously there's that you instance know, with your roommate where it was it kind was of a, a it just naturally happened, and it turned out to not be a bad thing that it did. But yeah, and they also knew that I was a pretty open person. Sure, but there's also that predetermined kind of understanding of each other beforehand. Yeah. You know, it's not like a second date, like right. Yeah, and it's like, not something you spring on someone. You don't wake your partner up by pissing on their face first thing in the morning. Oh, really? That's part of waking up. It's getting piss in your cup. Nah, I forced that one. That was that bad. That was bad. I, I was... wanted to see where you went with it. But... I, you know, they can't all be winners. Shit, yeah. They well, rarely are. That's what my dad kept telling me. So, again, as with anything, don't just spring it on somebody. Um, as with a lot of what we're talking about today, some of these are definitely those things that are going to be real quick turnoffs or people draw that hard line on. So... It's a little bit more important than a lot of other things that can happen a little more naturally to really have that, like, understanding before going into it. Um, and oftentimes I feel like a lot of people kind of are aware of this when they seek out a partner who might be, like, that when they're into it because if they at least know that they're into it um, – I know, like, when I was on FetLife, there's, like, sections that you can just basically search for all of specific kinks and fetishes. So it makes it a lot easier to hone in on people who you know are going to agree with things. Then there's also, like, um, websites like uh, F-List where it actually allows you to put together a list of all your fetishes and kinks in a range of, like, really, really, like, I really am into that. I'm kind of into it. Eh, I might try it and, like, definitely no. So, and that's something that, like, I definitely saw a lot more people in, like, internet communities using. Um, but that being said, it's still kind of an interesting tool if anybody's ever curious to kind of really, like, organize in, in a way, like, what they're really into. And it does help with, like... OCD fetish. Hey, yeah, no, straight up. I mean, I wouldn't say I really get off on it, but it does make me feel really good to, like, organize things. It's almost borderline, like, almost like a kink. Like, seeing things, like, line up and, mm, mm. That's why I'm, like, really into, like, palindromes and, like, numbers. I did not know that about you. Yeah. Yeah, I really, like, I pick up on palindromes so quickly and I actually fucking, like, try to seek them out. Um, and so, like, when I'm at work and I'm logging certain numbers and if I come across a number that ends up as a palindrome, I'm like, oh, fuck Yeah. But if, like, one of my coworkers gets that palindrome 
and it because it's like it'll be another like month or two before I come across another one in our sequence. So if someone else gets it before I do, I'm like pissed. I'm like you motherfucker, that was supposed to be me. Weird. I know it's really weird. It's it's kind of like how uh, I whenever I type numbers into a microwave, I have to end it in as a palindrome. Huh. I, I like I I don't know why like I'm not like diagnosed with OCD or anything, but I definitely have that like if I can. That, that reminds me, I have friends that you know the TV volume had to be an even number or it had right. to be a sequence of five. Right, exactly. And I'm always about odd numbers and prime numbers when it comes to that. It's always interesting in my car. Uh huh. My volume, I always set it twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. I'll never go louder. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'll never really go quieter. And twenty one's loud in my car. Uh huh. But yeah, I'm always twenty one. I don't. Uh, I don't have a working stereo in my car, so I couldn't tell you what I turn it up to. But I do listen to my headphones at pretty much the highest volume possible. My phone always tells me not to. It says right. it might damage my ears, but you know, hey, YOLO. <laughs> Yeah, I work with sandblasters and <laughs> right. all kinds of shit now. So and all the fucking like live shows both of us have been to. Yeah, like... I'll, I'm not too worried about my hearing when I'm old. Anyways, nope. I'm gonna still pretend I can't hear anybody. No, nope. I just tell people I'm gonna say what all the time. <laughs> yep. If I don't like what they're saying, I'll just pretend I can't hear. Them. It's actually can't a really wait to be nice, a... old man. That's the only reason I want to live to be elderly. It's just to be a dick. I just the reason. The real reason I want to get old is to give really uncomfortable gifts to my ch- like grandchildren, and not like like offensive uncomfortable, but more like you know, just things that don't make sense or things that are just like, oh, Grandpa doesn't know. I think but that's a re- Nick Swardson joke. It is like that's kind of where like I thought about it, but I'm not using the fucking punchlines or the actual setup of his joke. But that idea of. Shitting in a box. <laughs> I think that was the joke. I thought it was a train. Yeah, that is the joke. Yeah. For sure. But I still like the concept, you know, just fucking with your children. Well, coming back to the golden showers, the spring rains. Spring rains smell way better. I mean, I'm sure people are smelling it. Um, but... I think, like, the other, like, thing I guess I kind of maybe don't understand personally is where people really kind of, like, start being interested in this, you know? Um, some of it can come from, like, punishments. Some of it come from, come from the idea of, like... Taboo. Right, that taboo or being, like, you know, oh, you fucked up, so I'm a pee on you. Or, you know, and... Yeah. Or you fucked up, drink your piss. Or drink my piss. Interesting. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Cause I never even asked the partner that was into it mm-hmm. where right. it developed or how they figured it out. Well, I think that's also just kind of a general thing with a lot of stuff. You don't really tend to ask people, "Oh, what you know? What made you really like that? What what turned you on with that for the first time?" I mean, I certainly I have heard and from friends that they discovered they were gay playing, you know, soggy biscuit. People actually played that? Yeah, I have some gay friends. They fe- That's when, like, when they were little kids, they would do Soggy Biscuit. And they were like, oh, I'm really into watching other dudes. Nut. And they would hold, they would try to be last so that they got to eat the bread or toast. Or... See, and it's so funny because, like, I always knew of what that was. But, like, I never, I'm ever weird. knew people that actually do it. And I'm... 
pretty sure it was like a more common thing in Europe. That's why it's like soggy biscuit. Gotcha, gotcha. It's still done in America. Right. I can't remember what it was. It was like something toast. Or was it like ookie cookie? Ookie cookie. That's yeah. it. That's I it. I haven't heard that in a long time. Fuck. I, yeah, I'm surprised I actually remembered that term. But Yeah, I knew kids that played that shit. I was like, no thanks. I just remember um, people talking about bro jobs. where it, And it was, it was like literally like hanging out watching porn and just beating it like on the same couch. I, yeah, no. Like, the okay, the worst, the closest I ever got to that was, like, me and, like, two of my neighbor friends found a porno magazine out in the woods. And what we did was take pages from it and hide in separate trees, like, away from each other. And, and then we did our thing. But in like, the trees? No, 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 no. Like, we all sat at the base of different oh, trees. Okay. Like, separated from you each said other. in the trees. All of a sudden, I was thinking, like, Ewoks or Wookiees or something about beating off in a tree. <laughs> yeah, dude. We actually, like, went back home and put on, like, our Wookiee costumes. Um, no, no. But we, like, tried to kind of have that degree of separation. You know, we definitely weren't looking into each other's eyes. Bigfoot's just sitting in the bush watching. Bigfoot's real. He ate my ass. <laughs> Squatch knows what's up. Sam Squanch. But yeah, people would talk about bro jobs like it was this like this like thing, and it's so funny because it was always like the like football dudes and like the total like jock bros, but like they're also the ones going out using like the the gay slurs against people like it's this thing, and I'm like, bro, are you projecting? Yeah, I like you really never d- did that with friends. No. No, I mean, I don't, you know, it's, I, That's I guess, me time. I said no as like a disgust, but for me it was just, yeah, it's me time. Also, like, I'm really not into dudes and dick, so that's going to really quickly take me out of like the I want a nut mindset. And I also was like really self-conscious, so it's like that, is my homie going to be a little bit bigger than me? Is he going to be, you know, or is he going to have like a acorn glued to his torso? Is he going to need a little help? He's gonna ask me for help. You know, the, <laughs> can you lend a hand? Yeah, right. Like the only uh, the only strange neighbor I'm familiar with is the sitting on your left hand and letting that go. But this is a two man lift job. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> make sure you don't. Make sure you touch those balls, homie. No, no. We went from like bro, like fucking pee to bro jobs. I mean, you ever pissed on your bro? Hey. Back to the jellyfish thing, though. Real talk. You ever need me to pee on you for a jellyfish sting? I got you, homie. No, I think I can take it. Like, pee on yourself? No, I mean, I've been tattooed for hours at a time. I'm pretty sure a jellyfish is not going to really... Well, next time I'm at the beach and I find a man of war, I'm just going to huck it at you. What beach are you going to that a man of war is going to be? I've seen them before. up on our beaches before. Not in Oregon. In the Pacific? I thought those were all in the warm waters. I, okay. Man of wars? Definitely seen like those giant fucking like red jellyfish. I don't think that's a man of war. No, those are the ones that have that weird fin on them, don't they? No, man of wars are really, really long. They're the ones with the tentacles. Well, most of the time, any jellyfish wash up, they're usually like chunks of jellyfish anyways. Well, yeah, we just got those little white clear ones. Right, but it's not even a full jellyfish because they don't have their tentacles anymore. Yeah, because those rot off fast because they're, yeah, they're tiny. Yeah, you just get the jelly, Mm -hmm. the goo. Yeah, there's no man of wars off the Pacific coast. Yeah, look that shit up. Now I'm really curious. Fucking, only if I get stung, homie. It's a myth, we don't want that. I'm gonna pee on you.
Don't copyright sue. I'm pretty sure that's a parody already, so... Yeah, but it's their creation. I think you'd still get copywritten. Yeah, I think we're all right. Copy struck. I think we're all right, because what? All that oh, does yeah. is uh, fuck our advertising up, because we have so much advertising. All five of our listeners. Yeah, oh boy, guys. Sorry if we offended your brand. Um... We're not running, like, copywritten Turns music. Turns out one of Dave Chappelle's favorite shows. Out of all people, that would be an interesting one right there. I mean, hey, I'm cool with that. I do remember but the... he's excited uh, about the P episode. All right. Uh, so let's see. Man of War... Jellyfish. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is the one with, like, the crazy fin on it. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah those things look fucking But, yeah, crazy. it's the really long shit. Portuguese. Um, huh, so not Oregon. Yeah, okay. Warm waters. Yeah. You right. Well, well I was now thinking... I'm not going to edit that out cause just because I won. I'm, now I'm just curious, though, what those giant red jellyfish are called. Like, I'm going to look that up in I my own know. time just because I've always, I guess, grew up thinking that that's what they were. But that's because I'm a fucking idiot. Well, yeah. Sometimes. Well, the one I'll... thing I'm not dumb about, though. I'll is... see if I can catch one in Animal Crossing. I'll let you know. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you already caught my favorite fucking villager, you asshole. Yup. I haven't played Animal Crossing in a Neither have I, because someone caught my favorite j- villager, and I quit because it made me really butthurt. Thick-ass Anka. Fuck you, man. She best cat. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Although she's not as sassy as she used to be in, like, the early games. She was, like, a bitch in the yep. first game. Like, holy shit. She Speaking was of golden showers, she's got a golden toilet in her house. She does. Yeah. She does. She into some stuff. She Hell yeah, man. If anything, it's just being a rich bitch, but, you know, I'm sure people could uh, write a fanfic about that one way or another. I'm sure there's one out there. Oh, there's got to be. You know there is. Um, I mean, she is dummy thick. Thick onka sits. Fuck. That ass collapse. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, folks. While I might be a fucking dumbass about a lot of things, there are a few things I'm pretty smart about. And one of those things is making sure to keep those sheets clean. And make sure you do that. And do make sure you get self-tested. If you're doing a lot of any kind of fluid, probably get tested first. You never know. Never know. You know, no one one wants uh, pus in their pee. No. (laughs) No one wants to have to go through a sounding. Mm, Nope. Bacterial infections are no joke. And with that, my name is Andrew. And I'm Reggie. And you've been listening to Six Sheets Under. Hey there, and thanks for listening to Six Sheets Under. You can find us on Spotify and just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to join the discussion, you can email us at sixsheetsunderpodcasts at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Six Sheets and on Instagram at Six Sheets Under. And finally, if you'd like to support us, you can find us on Patreon at Six Sheets Under.